Hi guys, welcome back to a, another weekly live chat. Um, I am actually pre-recording this live before I go on holiday um, so that you guys have still got it whilst I'm away. Um, so if you're watching on the Facebook community, hello. If you're catching up on the podcast, welcome. Um, and if you aren't part of the Facebook community, then get yourself on some coaching um, because I do these chats on a weekly basis um, for my lovely clients and they get an opportunity to ask questions and yeah, I tailor this around them. So um, this week I want to talk about uh, mastering self-discipline and how to overcome a dip. So, and that could mean when you're in a rut, uh, it could mean something's gone wrong, just something that has kind of thrown you off your journey. Um, And if you started Project Lift recently, then you're probably three, well, you are three weeks in now. Um, And I often find as a coach, like this is when the initial excitement starts to wear off. um, And you haven't quite seen like life-changing results yet. But and. (laughs) And it's, and it's starting to kind of become, sorry, I'm getting hot. It's starting to become like more of the day-to-day instead of like that excited motivation. And if you aren't new, um, you might be in a little bit of a rut um, or feeling a bit like stagnant um, because we all have it in our journeys, right? Where we, you know, we are always going to feel more motivated than on our, some weeks than we do others. Um, and... If you want to continue to achieve in both situations, then you need to learn how to overcome this dip that you might find yourself in. So what is the dip? Um, So actually, the dip is a book written by um, someone called Steph Godin, um, or good, I think it's Godin. Um, And I actually heard about it from my own business mentor, Emma, um, and I've had a look into it since she mentioned it. Um, And a lot of the book does apply to business, um, but as with anything, I can always flip it around to fat loss and think about how I can incorporate it, um, like basically adapt it into your guys' plan. Um, And yeah, there are also, so there are some really key lessons in there that you guys can apply to your fitness journeys. So if I had to summarise what a dip was, um, the book summarises it as the dip is a slow, is a long, slow slog between starting and mastery. So a long slog that's like, and it's a long slog that actually ends up being a shortcut because it gets you where you want to go faster than any other path that you've taken before. And I think if you liken this to fat loss, um, it's when you kind of start your journey, you're excited, you're ticking all the boxes, and then something comes up that throws you off. And that might be kind of an illness, it might be an injury, it might be just a a general dip in motivation. Um, It might be just a busy week at work, but whatever it is, you're in a dip. Um, and you reach this low point. So if you imagine you start up here and then you kind of end down here, well, you end up going down here. And if you ever want to be able to come back, back, but back better, then you need to learn how to come uh, get out the other side, basically. 
Um, so, and normally I would say this is when the majority of people give up. Um, and this is why so little people succeed. Can Like in life, more people, it's rarer to see people really succeed than it is to quit or give up. Because as humans, we naturally give up when something's difficult or it hurts. Um, and and you know where it mentions like it's a sh- it's the sh- it's actually a shortcut to get through the dip, and it's because normally when you're in a dip, this is where you'd give up, and you actually end up in like a vicious cycle of quitting, trying another diet, quitting again, trying another diet, and then you end up becoming a bit of a serial quitter, and it, you kind of go around in that vicious cycle. And actually, it just takes you ten times longer than what it would if you went through that pain and got yourself over the dip to come out better than you would before, you know? I always liken it to like a petrol station queue. If you, sometimes we'll get to a petrol station and then there'll be this long queue and it might be boring and painful to sit in the queue and wait for the petrol. But if you change, if you then drive around to all the other local petrol stations, it will probably take, and then there ends up being a queue in another one, it will probably take you longer to do that than it would have done just to sit in the initial queue in the first place. Um, so yeah, um, and they use an example in the book which I thought was quite good. So it's if you started um, like ice skating, like f- figure skating, um, and like with practice and time, you'd be able to glide like on the ice really fast. You'd be, you know, excited that you're getting somewhere, but then you have to learn how to jump. And that's when you reach a dip because it feels hard and you're having to put in all the workouts and you're gonna have to have countless attempts where you fail. And then you feel like you're never gonna get there. But if you actually kept going and you put in that slog and you overcome that dip, you're going to be able to jump better than you've ever jumped before. So the book kind of teaches you three lessons to overcome the dip, which I've applied to fat loss or kind of a fitness journey in general. Um, so the first one is a bit of an obvious one, but it's essential. Um, and that is to overcome the dip, you must first recognize that you're in one. Um, so for you guys, if to recognize you're in a dip, it might be that your consistency is lacking, you might have ticked a lot less boxes in terms of your habits or your calories or your tra- your exercises in comparison to last week. It's whether or not you're feeling excited or whether you're feeling like dre- you're dreading your check-ins um, or whether it feels like a chore to be doing this versus something that's like, d- like good for you. But like anything in life, we can't actually work on getting out of it if there's no awareness in the first place that it's there. Um, So the first step to overcome a dip is to recognize you're in one. And instead of wallowing in it, you need to come up with a plan of action to get out of it. And one thing I did think about for you guys is this community. So you all have the Facebook community. You all have people that are on this journey that will have experienced dips at some point throughout their life um, and they will have overcome them. So I actually think if you are experiencing the dip, the first step is reaching out to either me or um, the community that can help you overcome 
or even just create that awareness to somebody else that you are in a dip. The second thing is to understand that dips are inevitable and people come into a fitness journey thinking that it's going to be linear and they think that they are going to be perfect every single week and it is not the case. Like, it's not a case of if you go off your plan, it's a case of when you go off your plan. Even me, I've had times where I've gone in and out or weeks where have been a lot better than others and I would say I'm at a mastery in my fitness journey now the initial excitement wore off and then I probably did go into a dip probably sometime around last year and then I came I kept going I kept learning I kept pushing myself and I've come out the other side um but you have to realize that they're inevitable. Like you don't just sign up to a coach and all of a sudden no, none of the stresses that you had in your life before were like are not there. It, but this time it's different because you've actually got someone to help you navigate those stresses differently to what you would have before. Um, so yeah, whatever you undertake in life, whether that's your fat loss journey, like you are going to have small struggles, you're going to have big struggles, and they will be waiting for you after that initial excitement wears off. And unfortunately, facing them is the only way to overcome them. And actually, if you avoid them and you quit, you're not going to get very far. And they give an example of this in, in the book of if you worked in like a shop um, and you ha- and you refill the shelves, that's your job. Um And if that's all you ever did, you would probably be quite easily replaceable, right? They could replace you with someone else that could stack the shelves. Instead, become the best at handling the difficult situations, the difficult customers, and you will all of a sudden have something that will get you further than who doesn't have that. So do you see what I'm saying? Like the person who works in the shop has learned to overcome the difficult situations and how to get through them. Therefore, they are now more valuable to themselves and to the company more than what they wouldn't be if they just continued to stay in their comfort zone and wallow in the dip. Um, so yeah, I think see dips as your opportunity. So instead of seeing a dip as an opportunity to quit, or a chance to be like, see, this never works. Dips are always going to happen. Like I said, the problems are always going to be there. But what you need to do is see it as an opportunity to really start making a change. So for example, some of you may have signed up to coaching to improve your relationship with food, Um, particularly when you're tired, right? I get a lot of people say to me like, oh, it all starts well, and then like the kids don't sleep, or I don't get much sleep, and I'm really tired. Um... And you basically end up falling off track and you revert back to your old habits because it's easier to revert back to your old habits than it is to face the problem and put in the work to overcome it, right? Um, So instead of reverting back to your old habits and seeing it as this pain and this struggle to overcome, see it as an opportunity to really start making a change. So for example, next time you're tired, see it as an opportunity, be like, right, this is what I always struggle with and this is why I always quit. So this time I'm really gonna put in the work to see what I can do 
to ensure that I don't revert back to my old habits this time. And and it's going to give me a chance to practice, right? And it's not going to be comfortable. Things worth having rarely are ever comfortable initially, but it doesn't mean you shouldn't do them. And I think that's what our brain sometimes tells us is that um, we should stop doing things because they feel uncomfortable. But actually, if you're doing something that's uncomfortable because it's going to get you out the other side and better than you have before, then it's worth pushing through that uncomfortableness. So for example, back to the tired situation, you might say, right, like, instead of reaching for snacks when I'm tired, I'm actually going to go outside and get some steps in because, um, you know, the fresh air will wake me up, moving my body will actually probably give me more energy. Or you might say, actually, I'm going to really increase my water intake today and make sure that my meals are filled with more fruit and veg because I know those two things really help your energy levels in the human body. Um, Or you might say, okay, I'm tired because I I stay up late watching Netflix. And then you can say, right, well, I'm going to, instead, I'm going to go to bed half an hour earlier tonight. And it won't be easy. It won't be easy to go to bed half an hour earlier, because that's not your normal thought process. It won't be easy to move yourself out of the kitchen and go out for steps, but you have to start changing what you do in that situation if you're ever going to overcome the dip, because otherwise you're just going to stay in the dip because all you're doing is reverting back to the old habits that keep you in that dip in the first place. So almost think of it as no pain, no gain. Like if you're not experiencing some kind of uncomfortableness, then you are never going to grow. The third lesson is that being average isn't going to cut it. And if you really want to succeed, you need to be exceptional. And I'm not saying like it needs to be all or nothing, because like I always say to you guys, control what you can. You know, it's progress, not perfection. However, what I would say is sometimes people continue to keep going by giving it half ass effort. And what they actually are doing is they're not getting results and they're not giving the effort enough to see the benefits, but equally they haven't stopped either. So they're kind of in this no man's land where it's like, I'm not doing enough to get me results or get me out of this dip, but equally I'm I'm not giving up either. And I always say, guys, like it's harder to give something 50% than it is to give it 70, 80, 90%. Because when you're at 80, 90, you're going to get the results. You're going to feel good in yourself. You're going to see the benefits of doing what you're doing. Whereas if you're giving it 50, it's probably just going to feel like a chore, to be honest. You're not going to get the results. And then all you're going to keep doing is reiterating that you can't do it in your head, which is going to make it harder, it's going to make it feel like more of a slog, and you're actually going to keep yourself in that dip a lot longer than what you normally would. So if you find yourself in a dip, one of the biggest pieces of advice I would give is don't try and overcome it by giving it half-assed effort. If you want to get out of that dip, you need to give it your all to get yourself out of it, you know? It's like if you're in a dip and, or you're at the bottom of a hill, you wouldn't walk up it really slowly trudging through treacle to get there. You would power on up, you know? And that's kind of the same thing as this. 
instead of oh I've tracked calories Monday to Friday but I lost it at the weekend and I didn't quite hit my step goal so you know I didn't move enough versus do you know what Lucy like it was hard this week but I have tracked my calories seven days and I have done all my steps and I feel great for it you know and that is what will get that momentum going again so if you want half-assed results, give it half-assed effort. If you want great results, give it great effort. Okay, and then the last lesson is, if you're thinking of quitting, the book basically says there's three questions you should ask yourself. Um, so the first one is, are you panicking? If you are, this is the worst moment for you to decide to quit. Um, and, and a good example of this would be like if you got on the scales and you saw them go up and, you know, you ate a big meal yesterday and you're like, oh, do you know what? They've gone up. What's the point? You know, like what is the point of all of this? And instead, just giving yourself a day, continuing to tick the boxes the next day, getting back on them and seeing that they've gone back down. You're like, oh, OK great I can think with a clear mind I'm not going to quit it was just my like it was just me being irrational um, and I'm quite good at this as a coach I would say like bringing people back down to earth and making them see that it's not the end of the world that the scales have gone up or it's not the end of the world that they haven't um, trapped their calories today you know if you're deciding to quit based on a spur of the moment decision then it's going to be the worst thing you will have ever done because you will never know what it was like to come out the other side. And again, like I have it a lot with clients who like like to have a drink on the weekends. They'll see a big spike in the scales on Monday and then they'll go back to like their normal eating on uh, Monday, Tuesday. By Wednesday, the scales will actually be lower than what they've been before. But if they quit when they panic and see those scales go up, they would have never no seen those scales get to the lowest they've ever got to before. Okay, the second one is um, remember why you started or remember your why. Um, and if the journey was you started was worth doing, then quitting basically just wastes the time that you've already invested to get there. Um, and, I, and I think like I see this a lot. Like I'll see people say like, oh, I've missed a week of workouts. Um, this week and I feel like I'm failing and I'm just going back to where I, I was before and instead they don't see the three weeks of workouts that they've just done and those workouts outweigh the fact that you've just missed a week of workouts you know um, and yeah taking yourself back to your why like a lot of people like for example do it for their kids or their family to lead by example um, and you need to think about who else you're influencing and who else you're doing this for. Because sometimes doing it for yourself just isn't enough in those moments of like stress. Okay, and then the third question to ask yourself is what sort of progress am I actually making? So getting to where you wanna to get to might be small progress, it might be slow progress, but you need progress and slow progress to succeed. Um, and you need to ask yourself what, you know, what progress you have made and if you're still moving forward. So 
for example, um, this is quite good in like an all or nothing kind of setting. Um, but one thing I would say is, um, P what was my example? I've just completely lost it out of my head. One thing people say, okay, a good example of this is um, when someone goes out for a meal and it doesn't quite go to plan that they end up drinking a bit more than usual um and you know what they had planned to have wasn't on the menu and they ended up having to have something different right quite often people see that as a failure and they think oh i'm just gonna eat what i want all weekend now but what you have to look at in that situation is what you did differently to what you normally would have done so for example like you might have eaten a normal breakfast that day and not just sacked off the whole day because you were going out for dinner in the evening um you might have done all of your workouts that week you might have done your steps and all of those things might be progress in comparison to last time so even though it might not have gone to plan exactly you have been better this time than what you would have previously and therefore you are still moving forward and that's something you always have to remind yourself of when you are in a dip that you might not be on your top form right now but you might be but you're definitely much further on than where you ever were before so that's a few lessons guys um, and I hope that you found that helpful and it spurred you on. Um, it's always worth coming back to this live um, if you do find yourself in a rut or just having a week where you're lacking motivation. But what I would say is it, it takes practice. Like the best people that I coach are the people that don't give up in the times of hardship and they find ways to keep going and they and they keep at it they keep chipping away and you know small forwards is still forwards no matter how slow but if you truly want to change your habits and be better than you were before you have to learn how to overcome those dips and instead of quitting when you reach them if you guys have got any questions, let me know and pop them in the comments on Facebook. Um, also, if you're catching up, please feel free to feedback and let me know what you think of this live because it's always useful knowing that you guys have found it useful. Um, so that is it from me. We are back to our regular live group um, group live time on Monday at 7.30. Um, and I hope that you all have a lovely weekend. I'll speak to you soon.